Welcome to Rock Talks, a podcast designed to create community through conversation. All right, welcome to Rock Talks 10, episode 10. Um, I think it's been a while since our last episode. We, we may be uh, a week or two late, but um, I think we have an awesome uh, episode planned for you today. Um, Pastor Jonathan, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Always fun to uh, co-host these podcasts. Great. Um, maybe you can start off uh, by just maybe updating our viewers about what's been happening lately at church. Yeah, so by the time this goes live, uh, the last Sabbath we have, uh, we had was our first live Sabbath since March 7th, which is insane. And uh, for those of you that are wanting to join us live at Rock Fellowship, we do have a bit of a procedure uh, just because of the circumstances of the time. Uh, So if you want to join us for this live Sabbath, and I highly recommend for those of you that have been missing out on that worship experience, let me tell you, praise in the church, in the sanctuary with other people, with the live praise team and hearing other people's voices is, I forgot how good it was. And yeah. I forgot how much I missed like hearing people sing together. There's something very powerful about that. So awesome, again, awesome. I'd like to uh, give a little shout out of the procedure of what it's like to come through uh, to join us for our live worship. Uh, during the week of the Sabbath, uh, a live, a Google Sheet sign up will go live online on our social media platforms, Facebook, emails, as well as Kakao Talk. You can access that. And it's essentially a first come, first serve sign up for the first 50 people that can attend. Unfortunately, uh, due to regulations, we're capped with a max occupancy of 50 people in the building. So uh, the first 50 people that sign up will get to attend that week and we'll be refreshing that procedure every week moving forward. So for the foreseeable future, we do have a 50 person uh, maximum occupancy and the sign-up sheet will go live around Tuesday, Wednesday, and it'll be a first-come, first-served basis. For those of you that can join, I highly recommend uh, coming through, especially for that live worship experience. It was definitely something I didn't even know that I missed that much. I know. That's true. That um, Just that corporate worship and being able to sing, and mm. uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was very moving. Um, and you know what? I'll tell you, for those of you that di- weren't here at church and— I know how convenient it is to be at home and just like be in your PJs and have worship or be on the lake or something. And, um, but I, I really, I really think that unless you are here in person experiencing it, I don't think you quite realize how much you miss it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think I realized how much. Yeah, exactly. Until yeah. it happened, until we sing that first song. And yeah. I was like, wow, that was. I needed this. Yeah. I really did. That's true. It's 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 a different uh, worship experience when it's corporate. So great. Anything else? Is that it? Uh, I think yeah. For the for moving forward and on the update, youth small groups is continuing to meet in person on Wednesday Wednesday evenings. Updates will be on our youth Instagram. It'll be masked and socially distanced. But those are the small kind of steps we're taking as a church. I think for the time being, we're we're leaning on um, being cautious more mm-hmm. than anything during, especially during these times. So yeah. yeah. Great. So today's episode, um, we have three very special guests with us today. We have three of our collegiate members. We have Tiffany, Isaac, and Lucas, uh, who are here. Uh, Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So they are um, heading back to school um, after a summer spent back here at home and wanted to catch them before they 
before they departed and uh, and left. And I understand uh, Tiffany's taking off in tomorrow or the next day or something like that. Um, so um, thank you so much for being here. Maybe for the benefit of those who don't know you, um, have not had the pleasure of spending time with you, maybe you can tell um, all our viewers a little bit about yourself and you know, how, like how many years have you attended Rock or lived in Portland? And, and you know, kind of briefly, maybe your your journey uh, here. Maybe we'll start with you, Isaac. All right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, my name is Isaac. Uh, I just finished my freshman year at Pacific Union College. Uh, I'm going to go into that pre-med lifestyle. Bio. And also, I've attended here for Rock since I was like six. And so six or five years, so it's almost been 14 years of my life that I've been at this church. And for Portland, I've lived here for five, six years, too. Right when I came to Portland from Michigan, uh, I attended Rock. And ever since then, it's been a very amazing journey that I've been in. That's great. Uh, Tiffany, how about you? Um, yeah, I, I also finished first year of college. It was a, it was a rough ride. Mm-hmm. COVID hit in the middle, had to yeah. be sent home. Yeah. But it was fun. Um, I go to Southern Adventist University. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got accepted to the nursing program. So this semester, I'll be starting my nursing classes. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. I'm excited. And um, it's been three years. Now Now it's been three years since I first moved here and came to Rock. So Where did you, you move from? I moved from um, California. California. And so you spent the majority of your time down in California? Yeah. Okay. All right. So three years. Awesome. Okay. Um Lucas. Yeah, so um, my name's Lucas, uh, Lucas Kim. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've been going here for a while now. Uh, I think I moved here when I was around like two and a half. So wow. basically for as long as I can remember. Um, I also like Tiffany, I go to Southern. Um, I'm also a freshman. I just finished my first year. And yeah, it was a rough ride. Um, but it was definitely fun. And we definitely made a lot of fun memories. And um yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, I mean, it's kind of interesting. You, um, I heard the word rough uh, a couple times uh, there in the first question. I wasn't, wasn't ex- quite expecting that in the introduction, but um, why don't we like jump right in then? I mean, how, I mean, how well prepared do you feel you were for, for college? Like, you know, academically, maybe like socially or spiritually. I mean. It, do you feel like you just got slapped in the face, or do you feel like you were pretty prepared? Um, Tiffany, you wanna you wanna start that one? Um, I think it was it was there was a bunch of mixed emotions. Like uh, that year, right before freshman year, was like the year I got baptized along with Isaac, and also we were doing praise at PUC. So combined, those two combined was like it was like real spiritual high for me, and then academically. I was, I think I was really nervous academically because I was going to be like, is college going to be so much harder? Like, what if I, what if it's too fast for me and I don't catch up? I'm like falling behind. And um, socially, I knew, I knew I had a lot of, a lot of the rock kids coming with me, but I also wanted to like challenge myself to make new friends. Mm-hmm. So you feel like overall you were pretty well prepared? I mean, like your high school experience, do you feel like academically you were well prepared for the I like, level. I like to say I was prepared. Pretty prepared. You're really smart, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Isaac, how about you, man? Yeah, for me, just like Tiffany said, I just got baptized that summer. And so that was a very 
spiritual high for me and also just going to PUC camp meeting and also just having art of worship which was another good thing for me just all that combined really did elevate my spiritual lifestyle I guess before I went to college and so going into college uh, my spiritual life was really nice academically you know I just finished my senior year of high school and so I didn't really think much about academic lifestyle so far mm -hmm. and so I just kind of went in thinking that it's just another year and it kind of was so that's a good thing and then socially um a lot of my friends either went to walla walla or southern and so that was a little scary for me just going to a new college with not that many people that i know i think i've only known like one person and that was just that year at puc camp meeting where i met him and after that i was like oh man it's gonna be kind of rough but um, yeah, it was pretty easy, actually, just getting to know people right when I arrived, and it was pretty nice and surprising transition. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah, and uh, for me, um, I feel like academically and socially, um, that's kind of like guaranteed you'll have those challenges, um, but for me, it's like definitely spiritually is something that uh, I was not as prepared um, I definitely feel like I could have been more prepared and I wish I was more prepared. Um, but yeah, just spiritually is that's kind of the more prevalent issue right now. Now, when you when I when you say you didn't feel like you were prepared spiritually, what do you mean? I mean, can you expound on that a bit? No, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it's just kind of like having that connection with God. Um, there was a point in time where I tried to read my Bible every day and even that was rough. Um when I would read it, I, I would uh, come to a point where I would just uh, become stuck and uh, and then I would hit a wall and not be able to understand and I would kind of stop. Um, and there are also times where I just would forget to pray. Um, obviously, I would always pray before tests. Um, that's kind of there. Um, but it's just, um, just having that connection with God um, is definitely... Um, just one of the things that I was not as prepared as mm -hmm. or with, so, yeah. Okay. So, I, you know, um, I think two of you went to Portland Adventist Academy, and um, I think, Tiffany, you went, where, where was your high school? You went um, to Camus? Yeah, I went to Camus. You went to Camus. So do you feel like your school prepared you guys academically for what you faced in college? Huh, that's... Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good question. Um, I definitely think that um, PA does, or at least for me, it does prepare you pretty well. Um, but honestly, it kind of just depends on the person. It just kind of depends how uh, how hard you're willing to work. That's kind of the most important um, just thing. Mm -hmm. And um, but yeah, overall, I I would say PA prepared me at least uh, pretty well. Okay. All right, Tiffany, you too? Um, I think, oh, adding on to what Lucas said, like, oh, it's really, I think it's just on people's levels. Like, it's, for some people, high school, it was like, yeah, this really prepared me. And some people were like, it's really different from high school. Like, for me, I think, I think that Camus did prepare me in, like, college classes and the academic-wise. But it's more of, like, I think personally, it's it was really self-paced a lot of college was self-paced so then like i kind of struggled with that a little in the beginning but other than that it was good okay 
Yeah, they kind of took everything out of my mind, but yeah. basically it was that. Um, for me in high school, I did work a lot harder than most people, I think. And so for me going to college, it was a lot easier than I expected. Okay. And so I know I'm in the minority because a lot of people do say that their first year was a lot rough. And so I went into the mentality like, man, I got to study a lot more. I got to prepare myself more for tests. But for me, since I already had that like, vigorous i guess lifestyle or study habit i think it was a little bit more easier for me but it was still hard but it wasn't as hard as i thought as everyone kind of told me it would be mm -hmm. but like tiffany said it's kind of just personal like how you approach high school and how you want to uh, put yourself in that situation before going to college and so yeah i think it's just depending on the person sounds like setting up good study habits yeah before you get to college mm -hmm. is probably key yeah. hmm um no those are great uh great responses there um you know we I, I know that we all have certain expectations when we head off you know to the unknown and especially to college you have some expectations what what kind of things at school maybe either um fell short of your expectations or maybe exceeded your expectations things that you didn't expect to be as good as they were or as bad as they were were there some of those expectations that that fell short or or exceeded um yeah for at least for me um what exceeded my expectations was just like the people in the community around southern um, like the church there, the Korean church is really, uh, involved and they're, um, they're really kind and, uh, just like the people at Southern too, they're, um, like the student body, it's, they're really supportive. Uh, everyone's nice. Um, and that definitely, um, was something that I really wasn't expecting. Um, but what, uh, but like for the things that didn't, um, meet my expectations is not really important but it's just like the cafeteria food um <laughs> like yeah i mean i was told it was bad but it was it's, it's way worse than bad it's it's pretty bad um but yeah it's, it's i mean it's not that important so all right nice nice tiff uh, how about you i mean it's okay it's kind of funny because like expectations that were exceeded were like one of them was food because i think mm. i just like my expectations like don't know like everyone was saying bad it was bad i was just like okay let's just go into this it's gonna be bad and i like had it it wasn't that bad it's not the great it's not the best All it's right. for sure not the best but you know from my expectations i think it was exceeded to like better better than i thought it was gonna be all right um isaac how about you um for me i guess i had a lot lower expectation than everyone else because uh, all my friends were going to different colleges. And so I was kind of bummed out by that. And I guess because of that, I had a negative mindset. And like, kind of weird story, but like right when I did get to PUC, uh, they had a little storage area where you would get your uh, stuff and items to bring back to dorm. But it turns out like all the rats came in and ate all my food what? and my dish soap and everything. Oh, it was kind of weird because I wouldn't expect rats to eat dish soaps, but when I got there, like it was leaking and like me and my roommate came down to get my stuff and he was like, yo, this your stuff? And I was like, yeah, yeah I guess so. And so like right off the bat, I had a really negative experience with Pacific Union College. Yeah. And so that just kind of like lowered it and lowered it. But as time went on, I think 
it just exceeded all of my other expectations I had. Like all my friends and all the community there. Uh, Praise is also really good at Pacific Union. And I was genuinely surprised because of that first initial, like, I guess, mm-hmm. stigma I had about PUC, about rats being there and mm-hmm. just all my food getting eaten and stuff. But yeah, so I guess mine was kind of different because it started off low, like everything. Yeah. But then as time went on and as I got to like experience uh, PUC better, it like raised it a lot higher than I really thought as I came in. That's awesome. That's that's uh, good to hear. You know, I mean, it sounds like, you know, all of you faced, you know, challenges uh, during the year, and I'm sure there was some really low points, right, during the year. You know, if you look back over the year, thinking about that lowest point, you know, that lowest point for you where, I don't know, maybe you shed a tear or something like that, or you felt alone, or I don't know what it is, but tell us about that. Tell us about the most difficult aspects of of this past year for you yeah so for me I think it was kind of the spiritual part because um like like I said just like in the beginning I thought college would be a lot harder and so I kind of pushed myself a lot harder than I should have and so during like Saturdays sometimes I would skip out on church and like study right before the test or like I would do like other homework that I'd have to get done and so on that aspect, I would like miss out a lot on the church aspect of it. And then when I would go, like, I'll be pretty tired from the week. And so like my mind wouldn't be as focused uh, in like the sermon or the praise or any of the parts that were talked about in church. And so all that stuff really just kind of put me at an all time low in my spiritual journey. And so it was kind of rough for me to like really connect with God sometimes and like some of my friends didn't go to church either so it kind of made it easier for me to slip out and not go to church but towards the end or like the latter half of my uh, college I I was like you know like I kind of reconnect more and go to church more and so during that latter half of my college I started going out to church more and regaining my uh, bond with God okay Tiffany um like Isaac like yeah for sure feel i think i was having trouble spiritually because in the in the beginning i was in that zone i was in that zone of like right after puc right after getting baptized and at school i would in order to stay in that in that um little zone i try to do like morning devotions and then i do like journaling and like keep myself motivated but as i got deeper into school i was getting more busy i like i also had a job too so i was like working the job doing school studying and i just like kept on pushing it i was like i'll do it when i have time i'll do it right before i go to bed but i wouldn't have time to do it so i like didn't do it as much as i'd like but after we got put into our small groups i think that helped like get me on the right path to grow spiritually so are you um are you guys telling me i'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that both of you said that you know, that you're the most difficult aspects of this past year has been spiritual. I did not expect that, to be honest. Mm. I, I, I really felt like it would be, I don't know, like loneliness or you missed home or like, especially for you, Isaac, you know, going to school and being the only one out of rock going to PUC. I thought, to be honest, I thought that was going to be your okay. answer. Uh, yeah, about the loneliness. Um, I did have that, but those are far and few because I was just so focused on trying to maintain like my grades and stuff. Uh-huh. And so like I wouldn't really think about that a lot. 
um there was a time when like i kind of did break down because of just how like isolated i felt because mm -hmm. um one of my teachers was very like hard on me and like would just mark me off for a lot of things that i thought were valid mm -hmm. and so like it was kind of dumb i guess but i guess the asianness inside me kind of like <laughs> i was like no man like this is this should be right and so i called my mom a lot during those time uh -huh. and i think that's what kind of helped me not be like in the depressed mode as like a lot of freshmen have yeah, in the beginning yeah. mm -hmm. and i think my relationship with my parents especially my mom uh really elevated a lot because she would oh. talk to me a lot and like i before like i would not be as close you know like I would just be like, oh, yeah, my day was this and this. But, like, as college experience went on, uh, my mom became more, like, embedded in my life. Like, maybe, wow. like, once a week I would call her and I would just tell her about my week. And I would tell her, like, some hardships mm -hmm. or, like, some good things that happened. And just, like, communicating with someone that I've known for, like, my whole life. And she knows about my past life, too. So I can tell her, like, oh, in high school this was easy, but mm -hmm. this and this was not so and so my mom really just helped me get through some of that lonely part that came with college. And I'm really grateful for my mom to kind of lead me through my college experience. So I mean, far. did you have that kind of relationship with your mom during high school? Um, not to the point that I have right now. Like, like I said, I would just talk to her here and yeah, there. Yeah. But it wouldn't be like full on, like deep conversations. Like sometimes I would even be like, mom, like this is pretty hard. And I, I don't know if it would be like good for me. My mom my mom would be like nah you got this and you're like you know yeah you're right it's pretty easy mm -hmm. but like my mom kind of like changed my mentality a lot and in college or in high school that didn't happen a lot because i had friends that i could talk to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like without having a lot of friends like close friends um, my mom was like my best friend that kind of came out wow. of high school mm -hmm. or college that's awesome yeah that is awesome lucas how about you yeah um for me uh you know, I was going to say spiritually, but I mean, they've already kind of said it. But uh, when you brought up the um, just like s socially, um, I guess what I um, like the kind of like the reputation at Southern is like there's a lot of Koreans. Right. Mm -hmm. And you'll if you're Korean, you kind of have you automatically have 100 friends. Um, I mean, yeah, that is true. But um, at least for me, like because I had like a lot of friends going into Southern. So it kind of pushed me to a bubble where I, it was kind of hard to get out of. Um, and what I mean by is like, I have a lot of Korean friends and we're a tight group. And um, it was actually kind of hard to branch out and meet new people. Um, and I guess that was um, a pretty, uh, it's a different perspective, but um, it's something that now that I look back on, um, I wish that I would have, um, in a sense, just branched out and, um, yeah. All right. And you felt like that was probably the most difficult or challenging. Yeah. Um, probably, but what I would have to say is spiritually is definitely, um, like I said, uh, before, um, it's just having that deep and close, uh, relationship with God is, it's something that I definitely struggled with. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Isaac can definitely can relate. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. And hearing you guys talk about your spiritual struggles and stuff has been uh, very eye-opening to me. Just because it sounds like for all of you guys, you all felt that 
having God be a part of your life was important in college. Like this was something that you strived for. And then Tiffany, mm-hmm. Lucas, as you all talked about how like you felt the need to pray. And if you didn't pray, you felt like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. That being said, and as someone that had the privilege of being a youth pastor your last year in high school, I am curious, how do you feel like your spiritual, your perspective on spirituality, on Christianity, on God, has that changed at all after your first year in college? Uh, yeah, it kind of did actually because um, at PUC, I expected there to be a lot of Seventh-day Adventists because, you know, that's kind of like what PUC is known for. But it was different because in a sense, there's like different, I guess, religions that would sometimes come in. And I didn't know this, but a lot of like people come in for scholarships through sports, such as like basketball or soccer or even cross country. And so some of those players or athletes aren't, I guess Seventh-day Adventists coming in, they just came to PUC for the money or for the scholarships. And so a lot of them can't come from like either atheists or like they just don't believe in God or they have a different, I guess, perspective or religion. And so as I started talking to them more and more, they would like question me about like some of the like things that would be happening in Seventh-day Adventists and like Christianity. And they would ask me like, oh, why is this like this? Why can't you have meat? pepperoni why do you have to do on the sabbath why why is there sunday then and then why is there saturday service and then so like all those like questions that they asked me about it kind of made me go back and kind of like study more about like Mm -hmm. the bible and what god had to say and then i guess in that sense it also helped me reconnect spiritually with god towards the end half of my freshman year of college because in the beginning, you know, it's kind of weird talking about God to just someone that you just met. But like, as I made more friends with other people, they started asking me more about, they're like, oh, you're from Academy, so you should know. And then some of the questions that they asked were kind of hard. And so then I would have to go back to the Bible and be like, oh, this is what this says. This is what God said, or this is what the disciples said. And then that, I think, helped me get back with God. And I think it's a blessing in disguise that they asked me because... I don't think without them, I would also go back spiritually and try to go to church every or every week for my latter half of my college. But do you feel like the questions, because it seems like, you know, you had to take the role of kind of an apologist during that mm-hmm. and defend the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like in doing that, did it change any of your perspectives? Or oh, did, yeah, you just, yeah. did you just double mm-hmm. down? Yeah, yeah. no, it, it kind of did change some of my viewings because like when they asked me the questions, they would ask me like questions that I never thought of before. Hmm. And then they would be like, oh, but then what about this and this? And then I'll be like, oh, man, I didn't think of it like that. Yo, that's kind of crazy. And, Mm -hmm. oh, pastor, like when we did go to uh, the beach house and stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, someone asked, you know, like there was that one person in the campfire who just asked all these like series of questions. And when he asked those questions, some of them were the same questions that Mm -hmm. were from uh, people at PUC. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, oh, man, how is this is a really tough question. And then. He kind of directed it kind of towards you sometimes. I'd be like, man, I wonder how a pastor would answer this. And like the way you answered it was like, wow, that was kind of similar to what I would answer because like from what I researched and stuff. Hmm. And so like just those type of questions that like brought in a different perspective of like their like viewing from the outside right. going into the Christian faith. I was like, I don't know, just that mentality kind of switched up my, I guess, thought process of what... Um, my spiritual life and perspective would change. Hmm. Interesting. Tiffany? Um, for my spiritual perspective, 
it's like instead i felt it was more of it went from waiting to more to trusting in god because mm-hmm. um i think kind of going back to like the struggles that we had in college i think also another one of my biggest struggles was kind of finding my own or not my own group but like a group that i can really like be stable with and like be able to like hang out and stuff because like lucas said they're definitely korean adventists and like different communities and there's a lot of bubbles and i was kind of dabbling in all of them like i knew a lot of people from here i know other people from here but i felt like i didn't have my own bubble it was more of just oh here this one day and here next day and i did feel a lot of loneliness during that time so i started praying like i was like god please help me find my own group of friends and i just kept waiting and waiting and before i realized i was waiting but my prayer had already been answered like Mm. i already had a pretty solid group of friends like even just with my roommate and her friends and it was it like changed my perspective and like instead of waiting for something to happen it's like you just trust that god will do it for you and just go with the flow Mm. and it's more of like when you come to that realization it's like oh this is what i prayed for and my prayer was answered and it's like giving credit back to god Mm. on that Oh, that's good. I like that. Oh, that's awesome. So like that's awesome. Like that. Maybe get you on the pulpit sometime. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm next. Um, but uh, for me, it was definitely um, kind of the opposite of Isaac's. Uh, I would say that um, being around people similar to um, to me, um, I was never really challenged or uh, faced with uh, just obstacles like Isaac was um but for me uh um i definitely realized that in order to develop a deep relationship with god is you have to actively pursue and you want to you need to have a deep desire um because i mean growing up in the church you kind of uh you you see these all these adults like uh, uncle ken and uncle jeremy and they're so um, they're like role models and they're people who you want to follow. Um, and I kind of assumed that I would be like them when I get at that age. And I was just like, yeah, when I get to college, I'll definitely have a relationship with God, but it, it's definitely not like that. It's, it's you, in order to, um, to be like uncle Ken or uncle Jeremy, you have to, um, just have that deep desire and, um, just actively pursue. Mm, that's a good point. And you talked about, you know, earlier on some of the struggles you kind of had with, you know, doing devotions and wanting to set that routine with God. But obviously, it's easy, much easier said than done. Waking up before classes in college is yeah, is hard. It I've is, been there. It is hard. And I know what that's like. Continuing on, then, um, do you feel like now that you've had your first year in college, and you know, I had one year with you. I did, you know, I was with you guys your senior year, but you had three years before that in high school at Rock. Do you feel like as a youth group, there could have been anything different that we could have done to have better prepared you for your college experience? So in other words, if you guys were running the show, the youth program here, what are some things you would intentionally teach or talk about for the high school students here? Because you know, this is something that comes up in college. I guess um, 
if we like if we were able to like maybe just talk about different ways of how we can stay spiritually connected other than just devotions and reading scripture and prayer because hmm. like like all of us we were all busy with school and like we didn't have time or we just started like slipping but like just maybe some small and easy ways we can kind of just just maybe 10 minutes every day just do something like i'm trying to think of something you can do but uh just do something that can just it's like a quick it's like an energy drink so just one shot you're done and then like it'll make you feel like you're still spiritually connected but like mm. not taking too much of your time mm-hmm. so it kind of sounds like other ways to stay connected with god than the usual just prayer read the bible so you can switch things up with yeah hmm, okay that's good that's good yeah uh kind of going off what tiffany said like we all kind of said as three spiritually uh, we were all at an all-time low, so just kind of connecting them more to God and how to. And I like how Tiffany said, like, it's like a little energy drink. And um, I don't know who gave it to me, but during my graduation, they gave us, like, a little flashcard or, like, some kind of, like, small little pamphlet. And it had, like, not even a paragraph, maybe, like, three sentences of just, like, a verse, a small little verse, and maybe, like, a small little, like, encouragement type of thing. And I know that that's also on like the Bible app, like the verse of the day. Mm-hmm. But this is more of like an own personal, like, oh, here's a verse that can help you throughout the day. And this is what we think for you. And I think maybe implementing the students to like write down maybe like five or ten, uh, just like a verse and then something that can encourage them personally. So like, let's say like, oh, uh, John three sixteen, Oh, like God loves you and Jesus died for you. I know that's pretty basic, but something that they can feel more spiritually connected with through of scripture and through their own like like inspiring words to themselves, I think can help them kind of recharge, like Tiffany said, or like a quick shot of just in the morning or when you're walking down, running to your classroom, just read it and be like, oh, yeah, God's on me. God's got me. And just continue on with your day. Hmm. So kind of like a, a way you can prepare yourself in high school, build a little bit of that knowledge of at least know where to look. So when you're searching for God in college, you'll kind of know the places you can go. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, similar to Isaac and Tiffany. Um, uh, for me, it's like I was going to, I've been going to church for a while and I've been a part of the same youth group for a long time. Um, and it's for the longest time, it was just kind of me going through the motions and I was kind of just mindless. Uh, I just had that. I wasn't really... Uh, conscious of what I was doing and I was just you know like I said just going through the motions and going to church uh, participating in youth events Um, but I think that um, just kind of being challenged and pushed into uncomfortable situations where we could kind of uh, just grow from that and really understand why we believe um, in what we believe and just kind of develop that sense of purpose um, in life. Uh, but, yeah. So kind of like what like Isaac said, yeah. those questions that were asked him in college, if we ask them in the exactly. youth group now, better prepare people. Yeah. Uh, that's all. I mean, the, that's such good advice. Right? I'm taking notes. I'm I taking know. notes. That is such good advice. You know, and as a parent, for me, with, uh, with you know, my, my kids in high school and junior high, you know, I'm thinking about all the things that you guys are sharing and, and really kind of taking it to heart. Um, uh, you know, now that you've been through kind of everything at church here and, um, you know, in college now, do you, 
Is there something that you could tell me or uh, the parents here at Rock um, just in regards to like advice uh, for us in better preparing our kids for what they're going to face? I have the obvious, which is uh, just study hard and just work hard, but also maybe just take some college credit classes. I know a lot of the public schools advise that, but if you go to like a private school or if you just go to a school that doesn't offer those college credits um, or college classes, I advise like in the summer, just take some generals, get those over with. I didn't know about that. So when I came in, all my friends were basically like sophomores and I was a freshman and I was like, man, this is kind of, it's kind of weird. And so things like that, but also this is kind of another easy thing, I guess, but like all of your friends in high school, they're not going to translate well to like college. Cause like for me, I went to um, Pacific Union and all my friends went somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So like all my friends that I built up, like I'm not saying don't make friends in high school, but just like pick and choose like one or two good friends that you can talk to even when you're far apart because that's what I had. Um, I had a girl that was from uh, high school and I talked to her almost every day, Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because I didn't expect it, but we would talk every day and just be like, yo, what's school like there? What's school like there? And that was really another part that helped me get through like the depressed stage in freshman year mm-hmm. and so yeah just having a good solid one or two group of friends and just finishing some generals faster should kind of excel you and get you better off through high okay. school or college years great tiffany advice yeah that's some really good advice um yeah studying is very important but i think what's also important is like teaching like like to me teaching your kids like how to really just like rest properly or like take a break because like i remember there'd be some times where that's not allowed oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but like i'm just kidding studying studying does really get to you like if you're just constantly studying and like just doing class and just you're it's like it's a race Mm -hmm. you're you're like racing towards the finish line and after you finish you're kind of like burnt out so like I guess kind of like lessen that impact is like taking breaks in between. So whether it be just five minutes of silent meditation mm. or just like just going out and just go for a walk on the track. Oh. Sometimes like at I, late at night I would actually no not too late because we have curfew so we have to stay in our dorms. But so like after dinner I'd be studying and then I'd like start getting sleepy and like I couldn't focus. So I take a break, get back to studying, but I didn't feel any change so I just went out went for a quick run trick jog shower and came back and it kind of it was like a restart button like it kind of okay now like you're doing this stay focused it'll be it'll be done after tomorrow or like day after tomorrow and it's I think taking breaks is really important so you don't get burnt out okay all right taking notes mental notes here yeah I like Tiffany I, I believe that you should take a break um but for the, I mean, for the seniors in high school, just take a long break. Just take a year, a year's long break, and have fun. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you guys are going to college, so and even like, I mean, it just if you're in high school, it's kind of just, just have fun, you know, um, do the things that you um, can't do later. Um, but for as like parents, I would just say to just try to spend as much time as you can with your kids because. Uh, you know, after that, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of it, but I mean, except for now, it's kind of, 
since COVID, it's kind of different. But I guess, like, just try to spend as much time um, and just develop that good relationship so that that can translate over to college and you could still um, just uh, stay connected. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we heard from Isaac earlier. I was really actually moved by, you know, um, his continued connection with his mom uh, in college. Do you guys still kind of connect with your parents that often and that to that degree? I think I did a lot more in college because okay. um, I think more with my dad, too. Like when we're at when I'm at home and like my dad goes overseas a lot. So he's gone for like three months, four months, five months at a time. And when I was home with my mom and my brother, we would occasionally FaceTime or call or just message. But when I got into college, I got, I like understood what he was feeling. Like he was distanced from family and he was like kind of lonely. And I think I, by feeling that same emotion, I like reached out to my dad and I was like starting to call him more. And he like, we just talk, like talk about the day or like if I was having trouble, it's like Isaac talked with his mom, I would Mm -hmm. tell him and he would just, he'd either poke fun at me to like make me feel better or he would just like give me some advice to get through it. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, um, we we live in a day where we could just kind of talk with our parents whenever we want. So I'm we're really blessed to have that um, that privilege. Um, but yeah, uh, I'd say that um, definitely me and my family we uh, just stayed connected and mm-hmm. for the most part, and we were uh, updated with everything. And yeah, it's good. Awesome. You know, you know, that's some good advice for parents. Um, you know, here's the last question. I mean, if you were to give advice to the church, if you were to give advice to Pastor Jonathan or maybe Pastor Chris in terms of like leading our youth and leading this church, do you guys have any, you know, uh, final, uh, final words of advice for them uh, before we head into our, our last segment? Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Chris, they are nearly perfect, perfect Amen. human beings. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. I have to agree with that one. Um, on the real note, probably like I really like the praise aspect. Um, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know because I told this story a lot, but Art of Worship really changed me. I think it was like a life-changing experience. I know that's very cliche, but just, just the, I guess, the songs just were just so... I don't know how to describe it in words, but it, it does kind of hit different that just spiritual aspect of just Christian songs and just being with just a, just like a group of five and just talking about like praise songs or just talking about life in general. Just all those things kind of just made me like view things a lot different. And just I, I kind of like having like the youth praise team and just maybe integrating that more into the church can have an impact just like it had an impact on me and I'm a huge advocate to try new things especially with like praise and just getting to know more more music and falling in love with God through music is something that I value a lot and I think just maybe putting that up front more can really help the ministry grow it's awesome for sure for sure like um art of worship same for Isaac it really did have a big impact for me because I think for me, I was I was new that the first year I did Art of Worship, I was new to this church and Art of Worship just gave me that opportunity to just 
get to know a small group of people and then be able to branch out. It was it given me the opportunity to like have some one-on-one time with people in my praise team and like the next year too like we were able to have just like really deep meaningful conversations. Like we just sat down and like talked about God or we just talked about what was going on in our lives and it's it really like changes your perspective to praise and just like being spiritually connected to God and not really advice, but I remember during our youth activities, afterwards we would have people give testimonies. But I think it was I I really liked it when like the college kids came and like shared their testimony testimony about college and like kind of gave advice to what to expect and like just share their stories. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Just what Isaac and Tiffany Tiffany said. Um. Praise is definitely uh, something that I've used in order to uh, get closer with God. Um, but I think that, um, and I, I think you guys are already doing this, um, uh, but the just the, like, the leadership positions and just having that mentor aspect, you guys have definitely um, implemented more of that, which I'm... I'm really happy to see. Um, I definitely think that uh, that's something that can really help connect the youth group together and um, just uh, and just have it be a more powerful uh, experience. But just kind of um, focusing on more of a men- mentor um, and just leader- leadership and just being more dependent on, you know, like the older kids. Um, but, yeah. So you're you're referring to more to like a student mentor, like stu- yeah. students mentoring other yeah. students, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Okay, all right, all right, great. Well, thanks, guys. Um, you know, we're gonna be heading into our uh, final segment here, and this is kind of our rapid fire um, questions that we'll go through ten rapid fire type uh, questions. You can answer as briefly as you want, or you can expound on them, or we may make you expound on it if you give some crazy (laughs) answer. But um, um, so we'll start with the first one, which is probably the most important one. And that is what is your favorite comfort food at college? I think for me, it was just like rice and like the side dishes my mom sent me. Like, Okay, you're not supposed to have a rice cooker in the dorms, but surprise, I have yeah, one. Everyone does. It's, it's there. Like, yeah. rice is life. You kind of need it. I know. For me, I'm a simple man. I just like Snickers. Snickers? I love what? those. Those, <laughs> those are lifesavers. No, I'm not even joking. Every... Uh, okay, this is not probably good for your health, but you, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Or <laughs> <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner, I get the two-pack fun-size Snickers. Those are so good. Man, those top off my life. I love those. Oh, I love <laughs> Shout That's, out to Snickers. I love that answer, man. All right. Yeah, uh, for me, it's uh, definitely Chick-fil-A. Mm. Uh, I had I had it a lot, and it was definitely something I had, like, every after every test, every big test. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely Chick-fil-A. I really... That, had that a lot. Yeah, that, that's Chick-fil-A Nation down yeah. there, man, right? <laughs> yeah. That deep south over there. Um, all right, number two, uh, what is the cafeteria food you wish you never had to eat again? Mushroom soup. Mushroom soup. Huh. Yeah, they, I don't know why they did this, but they would have uh, grilled cheese with like a side of tomato sauce, right? But then, I don't know who said to change it, but in the middle of like the quarter, they would change to mushroom soup with grilled cheese. 
And uh, yeah, I, I don't eat at the cat food because of that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Tiffany, how about you? I think it'd be the the vegan cheese pizza for me. Okay. Like I felt, I don't know. I I was just like dairy. I don't do well with dairy. Okay. But I still eat it. It's okay. But I think one day I was like, you know, I'll just try the vegan cheese pizza, and it. I think it's because I had like cheese before, and I know what it tastes like. Like when I had the vegan cheese, I was like, this isn't it. This this not. This. It's, it's never the same. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's never not. the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh definitely the pizza is pretty bad. The pizza is definitely really bad. Um but like their Chinese food is also really bad too. It's just like this fake meat oh, with man. like this really salty I don't even know what it is, but it's really bad. All right. Um usually in college, um I think people's lives are like supported uh, by uh, an endless supply of yes. ramyun or oh, ramyun, yes. right? Oh, yes. So, and I'm sure you guys have had your fill. Um, what is your favorite uh, ramyun that you eat? I think my favorite, my favorite ramen is the the japaguri. Ooh, it's like good. it's uh i remember i watched like it was this from long time ago it did come out in the movie parasite but mm-hmm. before that i remember i watched this korean reality show and they they just made it there one time and some people like started making it and like i tried it and i was like hey this is not that bad so like i started making it on my own and like it's like eating two ramen but like one so like it kind of <laughs> feels like <laughs> I feel less guilty about myself. <laughs> well, well, let's see. The chap- what do you put together again? Uh, it's uh, the japagetti uh-huh. lamyon and then the noguri lamyon. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I'm going to have to do that tonight when I get home. Uh, for me, I like spicy things. And before this, I never had it. Crazy. But have you guys heard of burdak? Oh, yes. burdak. Oh, I never yes. had that until my roommates brought it in. And it was weird because they had it in a cup form. And you know how with normal cup ramen, you put the water in and then you let it sit. And so they're like, oh, have you had this? And I, I try to be cool. So I was like, of course I did. So I left the water in there and then I put in the hot sauce. And then there's like little holes you have to put in and then pour out the water before you add the hot sauce. But I didn't do that. So at first I really hated it. I was like, why do you guys like this? And they're like, dude, you're not supposed to put the water in. And I was like, oh. But ever since then, it is life-changing. I love Purdak. Wow. Have you, had the, have you had the other flavors? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, for me it's definitely the classic shin ramen hey. um, mm. honestly that's like all I kind of had I had the burdak and just like uh, other stuff but I always just stuck with that shin ramen mm-hmm. is there a market around there by southern a Korean market where do you guys get your oh, yeah. your lamian from oh yeah that's a, um, usually if we were to go we'd go to Atlanta which is like two hours away okay and just kind of stock up there all right. But yeah. yeah, there's really no other place. Okay. Or you like buy it off a friend or steal it from a friend's yeah, room or something. Yeah, just kind of take, yeah, take it from take someone. It. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so here's a question that I, I've been asking my junior high kids. Um, what is the average time you have gone to bed and woken up during this summer break? Like 12 and then 8. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's respectable, man. Yeah, it's my neighbors. They like always power wash, or they have a motorcycle too. Uh huh. And then they just leave it on, and then like they don't leave. I don't know why. And so I just wake up to that. That's like my alarm every day. I am. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty surprised. You know, for 
for a anime avid fan to go to bed at midnight that's like that's unheard of yeah yeah you're right huh crunchy roll is not doing it anymore no, it doesn't gotta watch in the daytime now i get too tired okay all right uh tiffany how are you yeah i'm i mean like 11 30 to 12 and then like i get up at eight i mean wow. that was it's it's only because like um earlier this summer i i worked a part-time job so okay all right you guys are so responsible. I was not expecting this <laughs> at all. Yeah, and I, yeah. so for me, uh, it's kind of started out like I'd go to bed at like 3, 4, 8, 5 a.m., <laughs> wake up at 2, 1, 1 2. P.M. P.M. <laughs> you know. That's more natural. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did y'all make Lucas look real yeah, bad Yeah, I right know. Now. I was like, I was expecting the same. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, so what's on your favorite? Uh, what's your, what's on your playlist right now on Spotify or iTunes? What's, what's the song or artist or something that you get, you're listening to? Um, I've really gotten to like a lot of K-chill. It's like Korean mm. R&B and just mm. ballads and stuff. All right. Cool. Um, I listen to a, a wide variety of music, mm-hmm. but... I think my favorite so far is probably Juice World. I don't know if that's children appropriate, so don't don't like go around listening to it. But I don't know. He just died recently, so I checked out his music. But oh man, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just I like to listen to a lot of music. I don't really listen to the lyrics. Yeah. So I kind of like the beat that he made, but then I listened to the lyrics. It wasn't that good. So, but the beat was nice. I like right. the beats. All right. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, I've definitely been listening to a lot of uh the new album that uh elevation worship uh released right hey. <laughs> you know it's actually really good i think like that made elevation worship one of my favorite all uh, right cool yeah shout lucas out pastor is, lucas's redemption question that was good yeah, yeah. 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 that was my redem- yeah, there yeah. we go there we you go yeah. <laughs> great <laughs> all right awesome um all right so do you spend more time on tiktok or youtube it is a tough one. I think I more I spend more time on TikTok than YouTube. Okay. Because TikTok is like it's really easy. You're just in bed and you just keep scrolling, never ends. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you see those videos where it's like, hey, you watched enough. It's like you should like take a break. But I'm just like you know skip through those and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Wait, TikTok will do that. Yeah, TikTok like comes up with videos. It's just like from TikTok, I guess the TikTok platform. There's some different people who are like. I know this one guy. Stop watching. Or like it's like, hey, you've watched enough. Those videos, these videos will still be here tomorrow. So you come back later, and yeah. Oh man, interesting. That's probably some parent that made that, (laughs) (laughs) and they posted it. (laughs) Isaac, Uh, I watch a lot of YouTube. In college, I was known to like just watch YouTube, and I think that holds true. Sometimes I like watch some weird YouTube videos. Like, I, I watched this one where, like, these two kids, like, made a house from, like, wood or bricks or something. And my friends would always just roast me saying, like, yo, why do you watch some random videos? I'm like, I don't know, bro. Oh, I also watched, like, Super Mario played on three different keyboards at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just watched some weird stuff. But, yeah, I think YouTube more than TikTok. All right. Lucas? Yeah, uh, for me, it's definitely TikTok. Okay. Um, I would spend a lot of time. I mean, I do spend a lot of time on TikTok. Um, but YouTube's actually just kind of gone down for me. And, um, but yeah, TikTok is definitely... 
Do you do those dances? Have you posted I, I any do dances? Not. I, are you a content creator, Lucas? I, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. You know, I, I like to create great content, funny content. Um, but yeah, definitely TikTok. We'll it's have kind to, of we'll have to uh, look <laughs> up, huh? yeah, yeah. 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 I have to look them up there. All right, <laughs> sure. All right. Um, how about this question? This is actually kind of like. Maybe it's a question for your parents, actually. But would you rather go to school in person or online at half the price? Hmm. That's a hard uh, one. In person. In person. Yeah. Like, yeah, the social aspect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely in person. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely in person. All right. Your parents might yeah. think otherwise. <laughs> yeah, probably. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I think that, that was I was expecting that. Um so um, here's one. Which one of your years? Um, um, oh yeah, I can't even read my own question here. Okay, out of out of your class, you know, you're graduating class here from Rock. I think. Well, how many are there? Nine, seven, seven or eight? Yeah, I can't remember. Eight, eight of you, right? So out of those eight, right? Who do you think is gonna get married first? Sean Slabbert. Oh, Sean. Sean. I, th- I thought. Yeah. Okay, it was between Sean and John. Like uh, okay, Yoon. Yeah, John Yoon. All right. Why yeah. do you guys? Why do you guys think Sean? I was, I was gonna say Sean too. Really? Well, yeah. I was not expecting that. Uh. Well, I mean, he's like the oldest too. Okay. Um, and I don't and know. Most, Sean. most responsible. Yeah, definitely Sean. Always Sean's working. Responsible guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's a great guy. Nice guy. Okay. All right. We'll have to see if that comes comes true. Interesting. Yeah, he's also like a ladies' man, so he, he knows how to treat girls what? too. What? Really? And he, he does That's work true. a lot. That's true. He is a gentleman. Yeah, he's he a is. great guy. And he's working in Kansas right now, Kansas City. So you know he's he's a stable man too. So all the girls <laughs> will like that. So I feel uh, like Sean Sean is definitely going to get made first. Wow. This is awesome. I think that's the best question of the entire yeah, interview. I think so too. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Pinolo or Salt and Straw? Salt and straw for sure. Panolos. Mm. I, I do not like panolos. I don't know why. No way. Wait, why? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Really? Maybe I'm just don't have good taste. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, Isaac. How about you, man? Yeah, I gotta go salt and straw. It's yes, sir. Oh, yes, really? sir. Salt and straw is. Yeah, I don't know. I just like salt and straw better. I was not expecting that. Yeah, me either. All right. All right. Here, last question of the interview. We're uh, we're right here at fifty-eight minutes. Uh, but what is one thing people would be surprised to know about you? Last question. Uh, I'm double jointed in the thumb. Whoa! And so I know you guys can't see it, but I, I you guys can hear it, right? Like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. But yeah, like my thumb. Like cracks and cracks. I don't know. You, if you want to see it, it's in person. But yeah, that was, you'll have to make sorry. a YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> well, just two hour long and just okay. All right, Tiffany, how about you? Um, on good days, I could finish a whole box of pizza by myself. Oh, that's like a that's... large, a medium. Like what are we talking about right now? Like a Costco large? Okay, not a Costco large, but oh. it was like a Papa John's large. Wow. Like I, I remember. It was it was late at night too. I was at my friend's dorm room. We were studying, and they were like, you know, let's order some pizza. And we got pizza. We ordered two boxes. We I finished half of the first box, and then I took a break, like maybe five minutes. And then we got to the second box. They couldn't finish, and I just ate the last half. And I was like, wait, I just ate a whole box by myself. <laughs> you eat the crust too? Yeah, the, the crust too. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> 
Okay, that's talent. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, for me, uh, definitely uh, my major. Um, I'm yeah, I was or I am a religious studies major, and like whenever I told people that, they'd be like, "What? <laughs> you're no way. <laughs> Are you sure you're not a circus major? <laughs> you know?" <laughs> but yeah. All right, I didn't know that either. Wow. All right. Well, guys, um, I truly want to thank you so much for, mm. you know, spending just the last remaining time that you have here at home with us on Rock Talks. And um, I know that all our listeners will be, you know, eternally grateful for the time that you spent sharing your life uh, with us today. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, thank you. Uncle thank Ken. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, thank you. And we will uh, we'll be praying for you guys um, in your second year. And, uh, uh, you know, we're always here for you. Oh, always here you. for you. Thank you. Great. All right. So for those of you, uh, thank you for spending this time with us on Rock Talks, um, episode number 10. And uh, look forward to next episode. Um, and like always, if, uh, if you are interested in uh, being a part of Rock Talks, or if you have any suggestions, please uh, let us know. Uh, and we will be here for you. All right. Take care. Bye.